Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio, hanging out here with you for the next three hours. Good for you. Much love to everybody all over North America. My folks getting to the money. My folks getting ready to party. All my Uber drivers picking up them people ready to party. The delivery drivers, the first responders, the workers, the people doing terrible things. Please don't do terrible things, please. Think about somebody else besides yourself. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about here over the next three hours. Of course, if you missed hour one, we talked about the Bears and the Carolina Panthers. And we have an interesting analogy from The Wire for the Carolina Panthers, and we'll share that with you momentarily. But the Chicago Bears, they hit the jackpot. They got themselves a first-round pick for this year still. Well, did I say the Panthers or the Bears? The Bears got number one. Well, excuse me, the Panthers have number one. The Bears got a wide receiver in D.J. Moore. They took the Panthers' number nine pick. They got a second-round pick, number 61. They got the Panthers' first round in next year. And they got a second rounder in 2025. And so not only did you get Justin Fields' immediate help at wide receiver, you took more picks where you could work on the offensive line, you could work on that defense that's fallen apart and gotten old over the past few years. Shout-outs to Ryan Poles. Damn good job. And for the Carolina Panthers, they got some options. They got their work cut out for them. How about this? The last time they drafted a quarterback number one overall, it actually worked out for them. His name was Cam Newton. Won an MVP, helped take them to a Super Bowl, and then they got their asses whooped while there in San Francisco. Panthers have been bad over the past few years, and I mean bad. Terrible. Disgusting. Since 2018, they gave Cam Newton another look. They've had Kyle Allen out there. Teddy Bridgewater. Sam Darnold. Baker Mayfield. You want to know what the the score to turnover inter- ratio is? And this is not even all the turnovers, sorry. The touchdown to interception ratio. The turnovers would make it worse. Since 2018, the Panthers' QBs have been garbage. 63 touchdowns to 71 interceptions. Deplorable. And now they can grab Bryce Young. They can get C.J. Stroud, Will Levis. I don't think so. Anthony Richardson, you better not pick a project. 
I think it comes down to Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud is a safer bet based on his size, right? The Panthers really, they they going for it. They're all in. And right before we went to the break, right before we went to commercial, because I have issues, I got problems. I utilized an analogy. I utilized a movie analogy, not even a movie, a film analogy, not even a film, one of the most popular television shows of all time. And I forgot momentarily where it was from. It's from The Wire. I basically said, if you are the Carolina Panthers, drafting number one overall with a quarterback here, you best not miss. And I didn't remember where that came from. Shep didn't remember where it came from. And then Shep remembered that it came from The Wire, one of the greatest characters that anyone has ever seen on television. Omar. Yeah, Omar the Robin Hood from Baltimore. Michael K. Williams, God rest his soul, one of the greatest actors and a great human being, by the way. Had a chance to meet him, know some people who were very, no, quite a few people were very close to him. Hi, Heather. And this line right here, for me, describes what the Panthers need to do. You went all in. Omar, they were trying to rob Omar, and Omar was 10 steps ahead of him. He shot a guy, and then he had these words, and he rolled up and whistled, and it was rather ominous. It was about going for your shot and not missing. Listen to Omar Little. Hey, yo, lesson here, babe. You come at the king, you best not miss. It's, it's as simple as that. It's not going to be as dangerous or as ominous for the Carolina Panthers. Somebody will get their job taken away from them, but they can't screw up this number one pick. Take C.J. Stroud. Let Bryce Young go to, 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 to the Texans unless you feel very strongly about Bryce. Frank Reich, I listened very carefully. When he was introduced as the head coach of the Carolina Panthers, and then he did interviews, and he did an interview at his daughter's house, and the Carolina Panthers put it on their website, Frank Reich said, I need a quarterback who's going to be tough. No disrespect to Bryce Young. I mean, you can't be in, in the NFL at 5'10", 200-plus pounds, and not be tough. We ain't seen him get smashed yet. We ain't seen nobody drop a shoulder into him. If you put Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud in a room, you go, hey, well, you 5'10", you 6'3". Come here, 6'3". Come here. I'm taking you. And so one of our callers said, this is a bad idea for the Panthers. There's no quarterback here. There's no surefire prospect. Who's surefire? Nobody. Everybody in the draft is risky. That's why you got to give the Bears some credit. They actually got an NFL player in DJ Moore. And now they can pair him with Claypool and Mooney and Komet. The Bears should improve. If Justin Fields doesn't get better, he needs to get slapped. Not not literally, figuratively. I'm here for nonviolence, even though I like Omar. Congratulations to the Bears. And good luck to the Panthers. They're going to need it. 
Because if they don't pick the right quarterback at number one, they're going to have to see Omar. And nobody wants that. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We, we got a lot to do this evening. We talked about Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers have basically verbally shut the door on him. We're going to get into some college basketball. I'm just waiting on Selection Sunday. Got all these conference tournaments and finals and people are going to secure their berths. And, but we know Patrick Ewing was given the boot. UNC was garbage this year. Jim Beheim officially had a retirement press conference. Still a sarcastic jerk. And then Tua had his fifth-year option picked up. We, we got a lot to do. Let's get to the phone lines. It's 855-212-4CBS. If you utilize the Internet, you can also get a hold of me there. I'm on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, JR Sport Brief. Alex, how about this? He's calling from Green Bay. I wonder how he feels about the Bears. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Alex. What's up? Hey, JR. Uh, long-time caller. Or, uh, sorry. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Um, yeah, the the Bears, they, they definitely won that trade. I'm not too sure about DJ Moore, if he's, you know, going to be a number one. But I think, you know, uh, another weapon for, for Fields is huge. I think the Bears definitely made out on that. You know, they got, they got lucky at the end of the season where the Texans ended up winning a game and losing the first, first pick. So Yeah, you could thank Lovey Smith for that, yes. Right. Um, I guess, you know, you know, I'm not trying to change the subject, but Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, you know, I'm here at Green Bay. I can see the stadium out my window. And it's just, you know, I think the whole town is kind of just ready to say goodbye to him, to be honest. And it's just – it's kind of like a, a good a good riddance kind of kind of feel around here. Okay. You know, I, I think we all kind of have a little hope for Jordan Love. We don't really know what he is, but we're kind of just ready to move on and start a new. What chapter. was what? Well, no, this is fine. We 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 still talking about the NFC North. It's all together. What do you believe was the breaking point for Aaron Rodgers? Was it? This past off season, was it the Lions game? Was it the the darkness cleanse? Was it last year? What do you think for most fans the breaking point was? Uh, if we're talking about fans, you know, I I think for me personally, it's kind of what I see on TV. It's his his passion and his his fire really isn't there anymore. Uh-huh. From what I can see. He he doesn't have the the chip on his shoulder as he once did, in my opinion. And it's just he's kind of, you know, he, he I think he kind of has a big head and he thinks he is oh, yeah. he is the you know the Hall of Famer that he you know obviously he is. But right. I think it he just he doesn't really have the drive anymore, in my opinion. Okay, well and, listen, Alex, you can get tickets. Are you going to see him speak at the psychedelics conference in Denver in June? I have not. No. Oh, okay. All right, Alex. I, 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 I would I would join him, but you know. Oh, I, okay. Don't I didn't ask you that. Don't don't do drugs, people. Don't do that. I don't even know if that stuff is is well. It's not well. No, it's not legal everywhere. Aaron Rodgers told every. I'm not saying nothing. Aaron Rodgers says I do mushrooms. That's what he said, not me. Aaron Rodgers says that I do I do ayahuasca. I'm drinking a special juice. Okay, not me. He said it. Hey, Chef, we should get tickets and go. That's a hard we, pass. We don't have to participate, do we? 
is, are, is things going to be on time out there? Probably not. For five days, everything will be late. After that, People we'll do a darkness retreat. In. Huh? After that, we'll do a darkness retreat. <laughs> I think that's uh, that might be a prerequisite. I'm not sure. You ain't lying. I know what Denver's going to I, I already know what Denver smells like. I know what it's going to smell like during that conference. Man, whoa. Hey, JR, you talk yeah. to you talk to the country every night, obviously. North America at that. I don't there's nobody calling from the state of Wisconsin that has any desire to have Aaron Rodgers back. This yeah, guy that, was it's it's amazing how how that, how fast that tide has turned. That stopped about I feel like maybe 2-3 months ago. Right. Yeah. Who who likes him? You know what I was going to say the only people who like him is his family but uh I mean, I don't know I don't know what that relationship is. I don't want to joke, but man, the brother doesn't have he hasn't lost any love for his uh older they brother Jordan. Yeah. They haven't made up? I don't think so. I don't, and, I don't know. And if you know, it listen, it, it, I mean, he doesn't get along with anybody. Let's just be real about that. I mean, who are we don't even I mean his best friend is who? Pat McAfee, and the only reason that's a friendship is because of the plugs and because of the ratings he gives to Pat. Why does he? Well, I guess he feels important when he goes. Right. He needs a hug. Hey, look, we all got issues. We all got problems. I mean, everybody does, but I mean, for whatever reason, he he plays all of his out in the public. And you know, here's the thing: it's not like he's saying. I've never heard him say, "Hey, I'm doing this to help other people. Or I'm trying to bring awareness." He just talks about himself. <laughs> oh, the poor New York Jets. At this point, maybe the New York Jets need to hope for retirement. Maybe that would be in the best interest of the New York Jets. Maybe Woody Johnson. Maybe that's one of his pitches. Hey, if I go see Aaron Rodgers in Malibu and try to convince him to come to the New York Jets, Aaron Rodgers probably goes, yeah, yeah, I'll come to the Jets what are you going to do for me? Is Johnson and Johnson going to sell ayahuasca? You know, I don't know. What a guy. Good for the Bears, though. Hopefully the quarterback can get better. Ryan Poles said it at the end of the year. Ryan Poles said, Justin Fields is good. He needs to be a better passer. Listen to this at the end of the season. I thought Justin did a good job. I thought we changed a lot. We adapted. We tried to put him in a position to be successful. He showed the ability to be a, play mac- a playmaker, be impactful. He can change games quickly. Um, does he have room to grow? He does. He has to get better as a passer, and I'm excited to see him take those steps as we move forward. Yeah, that is a general manager who wants to keep his quarterback that he did not draft, okay? Now I want you to hear the opposite. This is Mark Murphy, the president and CEO of the Green Bay Packers. He's saying the opposite. He basically said, I don't want Aaron Rodgers here. He was asked about it this evening, this afternoon, by a reporter. Why are you letting Aaron Rodgers talk to the Jets? Listen to this answer. I mean, I can't get into all the details, but, you know, it's a situation where I think we wanted uh, to help Aaron achieve what he wanted as well as the Packers and hopefully – uh, you know, create a situation where it's kind of a win for both sides. At this point, is it entirely up to Aaron Rodgers on what he wants to do? And then what has the communication been like the last few days and the last few weeks? Yeah, you know, we're still in uh, discussions. I, I can't really get into uh, a lot of the specifics. For all my folks who are in a relationship out there, 
Imagine talking about your partner like that. Like, yeah, 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 we both need to just do what's in our both uh, interests for, 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 for both of us. Yeah, y'all ain't together no more. You already talking about being separated? Oh, you ain't together no more. Somebody else can come in and swoop it up. In this case, it's the New York Jets. Let the Jets come in and swoop it up. And that how it works. Like you're in a relationship with somebody, and then now y'all are sick of each other, and then you just go, you know what? Let somebody else have that mess over there. Let somebody else have that, and not me. Let somebody else deal with it. Mm-mm, not me. Find somebody else. Yeah, JR, unfortunately, when people break up, and, and that, there's always aberrations and exceptions and outliers, but for the most part, you break when, when you break up, you were breaking up for half that relationship. What? So when you're in a long-term relationship and you Long, break up okay. in year four, year five, you probably have been on the rocks for about two years. Oh wow! Yeah, not, I mean, not, not necessarily. Well, not. I'm talking. I'm talking long. I'm talking marriages. I'm talking long term. And, oh, and we all know Rogers with the Packers. I mean, that was almost as long as Brett Favre and the Packers. That was a marriage, and then it's some. been like three years. Well, yeah. And the Packers, the Packers said, "Hey, man, here's a new gift. They give this this man 150 million dollars, and he's still." <laughs> yes. And, and Jr. It's not like look, look. It's not like he, you know, blew the roof off the place in terms of how well he played versus the Lions. I mean, he gave oh, he that did. game away in Week 18. So he looked like he was already giving the Jets googly eyes. Yeah, yeah. Got him gay. Shout out to him. Well, he's already. Well, Aaron Rodgers might already have googly eyes from all them drugs. I think I do want to go to the conference. <laughs> how much you think them tickets are? Like three thousand, five thousand dollars. Stupid psychedelics conference. Oh, geez, some overpriced, uh, yeah. Um, oh, no, 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 don't, don't pan it too bad now. It is, though. Don't, no, 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 don't pan it bad. Okay. Because somebody from Denver, Colorado is listening right now. We love Denver. You, but you are correct. I was just in Denver, uh, I don't know, uh, last year at some point. I was in <laughs> yeah. Denver. I was in Boulder. If you're in Denver right now, I need tickets. Somebody right now in Denver, Colorado, is associated somehow with the psychedelics, what is it called? Conference, June 19th to 23rd. If you are involved, contact us. I need to see Aaron Rodgers speak at the psychedelics conference. I need it. Hit me up. You can hit me up here as well, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls. We can talk about the Bears. We can talk about the Packers. And we can talk about the Panthers. The Panthers went for the shot. And they best not miss. Let's hear that one more time. What does it, it sound like? You, you better come for the king. And you best not miss. I think the Panthers, uh, we're going to find out in an, a year or two whether or not they miss. This is Omar from The Wire. Hey, yo, lesson here, baby. You come at the king, you best not miss. Yeah, the Panthers better not miss. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. Your call's on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, how are you? You are amazing. You should be called a sports professor. Anybody ever call you that? Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. No. No, no, no one has ever called me the sports professor. I'd probably decline. I could probably teach the class. I've spoken about 50 colleges over the past two years. I, I could probably do that, but uh, nope. People just call me JR. I, I, I prefer and appreciate that. Don't need no fancy titles. Don't need no awards. Don't need no stinking pieces of paper. Hey, Shep, it's been a while. When you graduate, do they still you still get a like a physical diploma? That's a dumb question, right? You get one, right? It, it's not a dumb question. Um, the the answer I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure is is yes. The the, the reason I hesitate to to answer that a hundred percent is because of what took place in terms of a natural disaster, a uh, global pandemic, and so oh, I don't yeah. know if there's a safety measure that colleges now have in place. Oh, but I think you probably. You have the option. Like okay. you buy, you're buying it at the end of the day. Okay. Last I checked, like at the end, if you want a diploma or something, you got to buy it. No, 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 no. You don't have to buy that. It's a part of the tuition? Oh, a thousand. Oh, a th- oh it better be part of the tuition. The, oh, the I way- thought at the end of you graduating, they're like, okay, now give us another $35 to get like it printed the- on the fancy paper. I know. I'm pr- I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, I have oh. my diploma. It didn't cost me anything. Oh. I, listen, I would be out here charging students. <laughs> Be like, hey, you just you just got a degree. You want to hang it up in your mama's house? You got to hand over fifty bucks. Yeah, it's not the students paying for it though. It's the poor parents that just overpaid for four years. So. Oh yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we got a lot of people here. We got a lot of opinions. The phone lines have been jumping. They've been bumping. Eight five five two one two four CBS. That's eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's start. Let's go to Michigan and talk to Renee. You're on the JR Sport Show. Go ahead, Renee. Oh, Jr. I'm so happy to get a chance to talk to you. I'm a long-time listener, but this is the first time you call it. Thank you. Uh, Jr. I am so happy you're going to be talking about college because, see, I'm, I'm more college. Uh, what I want to ask you, Jr. is these are sports-related questions. Okay. Number one, how far do you think that Alabama, the men's basketball team, how far do you think that they're going to go in the tournament? And well, then, uh, Jr. Okay. while I'm talking about Alabama, and I know uh, this might be a little out of season, but uh, do you think that Nick Saban is ever going to win another championship? And my I other think, question, Jr. Oh is this. Well, okay, go ahead, Renee. Okay, is Georgia going to repeat again? <laughs> okay, you know, so I'm going to try my best. I, I got, I'm, I'm going to try my best. I don't think Georgia is going to repeat because I think it's already difficult enough to repeat twice, let alone win three in a row. And uh, Stetson Bennett is busy somewhere trying to convince people that he's not a drunk. Uh, and then he's gone. <laughs> and so that's I, – I, as much as I love, I'd love to see Georgia win. Being Athens is right down the road for me. I'd love to see it. The odds are slim, I believe, or low. Let's put it that way. Your second question, do I believe Nick Saban will win another championship? I'm not going to discount Nick Saban from winning another title. I know he's been crotchety. He's been angry. He's been upset. Uh, you can say that the the battle lines are a little bit blurred with the NIL deals. But as long as that man is around and he can recruit talent or have his, his coaches recruit talent, I think he'll have a chance. And when it comes down to Alabama, 
I think Alabama can win a national championship. I know Brandon Miller is still there. Uh, He was not involved. I still believe he should have taken some time off, but what does anybody think about what I care? Uh, And so I think Alabama has a chance there. Hey, Renee, I appreciate you. Oh, thank you, JR. Thank you. You call me anytime, all right? All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, Renee. Thank you. Yeah, we're going to talk about Patrick Ewing. I feel bad for him. Like, I never thought in my life I'd feel bad for one of the greatest centers of all time, but I I feel bad for Patrick Ewing. I don't feel bad for Jim Beheim, and I don't feel bad for North Carolina. I don't. I got a UN – I wore a UNC shirt today. I did. Wolfpack. I know they lost. I know they lost. But, yeah, I don't feel bad for none of them teams. 855-212-4CBS. We'll we'll talk about that in a bit. Daniel's calling from Chicago. What's up, Daniel? I did that. Yeah, Daniel, what's on your mind? You know, I told you. I got it. I called it. I told you we're going to be going to North Carolina. We're going to be taking the North Carolina Panthers deal, and we got it today. You remember that last week? Yeah, 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 yeah I do. Well, it's not all that surprising, but what do you think about what took place? Well, I'm not surprised because I told you that's what we need. No, I didn't ask you about you being surprised. What do you think about the deal that was consummated? The, the deal was good. Okay. The deal was really, 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 really good. Okay, so okay? you're in Chicago. How are you going to celebrate? Oh, we're celebrating already. No, you. What are you going to do? Oh, me? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I just got myself a shrimp basket now. A shrimp with basket? A shrimp basket, yes. We'll come with a french fries? Basket. Yeah, with a french fry yeah. and an iced tea. Iced That's tea? What I'm now. How, yes. often you drink, you, how often you drink that tea? Oh, I love I love sweet tea. I love Uh-oh. iced tea. You got I don't you, drink, you, you got beaters? You got the beaters? No, I don't. Okay, good. You drink water too? Oh yeah, a lot of water. Okay, a good. A lot of water. All right, a thank you, Daniel. All right, have so fun gonna, celebrating. Let me tell you something, uh, dear. Let me get, let you know. What? That number nine. It looks like we're gonna trade it away. We're not gonna take that in number nine. Number nine. The okay. nine. The nine they gave us this year. We're not gonna take it. You told me you had Ryan Poles. You picked them up in your Uber, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You got all the tea, literally, figuratively. Thank you, Daniel. (laughs) Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Hey, Shep, he has all of the tea, all of it. He got tea in the car with him. He got tea from Ryan Poles. He got all the intel. Uh, Daniel would be a source at some point, wouldn't he? He is. Yeah. You think he's, like, stealing government secrets? He... He's recording everything that people say in the back of his Uber. I'm always amazed how much he can concentrate because that's not an easy job, driving at night in a major city and still be able to sound as good as he does on the airwaves. Good for Daniel from Chicago, and we still owe him a trip at some point. Yeah, and he's eating a shrimp basket tonight. He's living the good life. What else are you going to eat with a shrimp basket besides some French fries? I don't know. Sounds good. Shrimp basket, French fries. Mel is calling from Charlotte. What's up, Mel? Hey, JR. Um, thanks for having me on. I think the last time I called in was probably when we picked up Cam back in 2021. So it's always good to talk to you about Panthers because we don't get that much coverage. Yeah, because they suck. But what do you think about the deal? <laughs> I love the deal. Um, you know, I think speaking to other fans of the team, a lot of people are bummed about, you know, the DJ Moore thing. But 
you know, with DJ Moore, we've had him for five years. And, I mean, you can take a look at our record, at what we had with DJ Moore and C-Mac on the team. Wow. What, seven wins, five wins, five wins, seven wins? Like, it just hasn't worked, and it's mainly because of the quarterback. And as far as the trade goes, like, the compensation we gave up, like, is it worse than what San Fran gave up for Trey Lance? And um, I, that's the biggest thing. You mentioned it earlier about yeah. how, like, if we, we see that guy play thing, either. got a hit. I'm sorry? Yeah well, yeah, well, we ain't see Trey Lance play either, so. We haven't seen Trey Lance play. So we have to hit, and that's the last point I'll make. With the okay. coaching staff, with Frank Reich and um, Jim Caldwell, we have um, Josh McCown, who was basically a player coach for his last five years. And then we also have uh, Scott Fitterer, who – was part in bringing in Russell Wilson in the third round in um in Seattle. So if I had to trust any guys to make the choice, make the right choice, it would be these guys, and I think they'll knock it out the park. Okay. Thank you, Mel, for calling from Charlotte. Let's go to Barry from Charlotte. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Barry, what do you think about what he just said? Well, I truly hope they know what the heck they're doing because we just sold the farm, buddy. I don't, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not down with this by no means. But luckily, I don't get paid to make the decision. I hope. I hope that. Uh, I hope old boy you just got off the phone with knows what he's talking about. Because I tell you what, we gave up way too much. Way is, too much. It is risky. Time. Now, only... I mean, we don't even have a first round next year. What the heck are these people thinking? Well, time... you know, I mean, that's just crazy, man. That's way too much. That's way too much. The only we way, going, we were, the only we way it works nine. out, we Barry. Number nine oh, my God, Barry. Okay, I get it. You're upset. The only Terrible. way it works out is if you have a franchise quarterback and they feel strongly that one of the guys that they have met is going to be that franchise QB. Time will no, tell. I dig it, man, but I tell you what, it's too much. It's too much for a gamble. Okay. Thank you, Barry, for calling from Charlotte. Yeah, we heard from Kyrie last night. Kyrie said it. Like, you gamble, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. It sucks, but that's how it is. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. When we come back on the other side, speaking of a gamble, what happens when you hire Patrick Ewing as your head coach? What happens when a seven-foot man coaches college students? Is that a gamble? It didn't pay off for Georgetown. They brought back their beloved center son, one of them. Maybe they should let Alonzo Mourning get a chance. Maybe Dakembe Mutombo. Big centers for all. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I even got my wife into listening to you, man. You know, like when I come home at night, she already have you on, like walking the house. I'm getting out the car, and you know, and then I'm walking in the house, and I'm still hearing you, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. That's right. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. You know what? I'm going to get into. All of the unfortunate events in college basketball in a few minutes at the top of the hour. So I don't know, about 15 minutes from now, give me about a quarter of an hour and then we'll, we'll get right into 
Patrick Ewing, talk about UNC, what a disaster that year ended up being. Jim Beheim spoke. I know people can't wait to hear that. Let's see if he cursed out a student on his way out the door. But I, I need to recognize this individual, and I'm going to get back to the phones, 855-212-4CBS. We know Aaron Rodgers is hes pretty much gone from Green Bay. There's somebody else in the NFL whose career is now officially over, and this happens to be by choice, and he is the complete opposite from Aaron Rodgers. This man is actually beloved. He's a three-time Super Bowl champion. He's a multiple-time pro bowler. Uh, He represents the great state of New Jersey. I'm actually thrilled and happy to both know he or him and his brother. They happen to be twins. Devin McCourty called it a career. He actually sat on a video call alive with his brother today, and they talked about it. Jason interviewed his brother, and you'll hear Jason, and then he asked Devin about his career with the Patriots, and this is what Devin McCourty had to say. Everybody wants to know. Patriots fans, they already saw you say you would never look good in another uniform. So will you continue to look good in a New England Patriots uniform? I think that is a fact. I will always only look good in a patch uniform. Um, But I will no longer look good in a patch uniform going forward. Uh, I'm officially uh, retiring from the NFL. Um, It has been a great ride. Um, I got the opportunity to talk to Mr. Kraft, to talk to Bill, um, a lot of the guys on the defensive staff. Um, unbelievable ride, man. And, you know, I, I think it's it's always tough to kind of come to the end. As you know, um, this whole offseason has been so much back and forth uh, for me mentally, um, probably not even sharing as much of the thoughts um, that I was just going between from one day to the next day. Um, But ultimately, I think this is the best decision um, for me, my family, for my career, um, is to be able to now look back at my 13 years and just enjoy it. Man, his brother retired the year prior. I I love the McCordys. I love them. They are two of the nicest, just, you know, a, a lot of NFL players, a lot of professional athletes, the majority of them are are normal human beings. They're normal humans, man. You watch how they interact with people, how they talk to others. They just cool-ass people. And so I look forward to uh, Devin no longer being in the NFL. And now I can harass both he and his brother and our mutual friends uh, without feeling like I'm intrusive. And so one thing I know for certain, it's amazing to see his twin brother Jason uh, do work on on television with uh, the NFL Network. And I know Devin is, is going to have some amazing things up his sleeve as well. Uh, I know this much. They are still great humans, always advancing causes that help other folks. And so as great of a, of a defensive back and safety that Devin McCourty has been over the course of his career, he was a better human, and then he will continue to be so. They even tackled me in a commercial one time. Shout-outs to the McCourty twins. They're not in the NFL no more. Live the good life. I'm sure they're having a party right now. 855-212-4CBS. Let's go to Nova Scotia. Let's talk to Mark. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's up, Mark? Oh, happy Friday, JR. Appreciate you having me on again. 
Sure. Um, I just, yeah, I wanted to speak about the Panthers trading up for that number one pick there. Okay. Um, yeah, obvi- I mean, obviously it's a huge gamble. I mean, no one's going to disagree with that. Um, but I also wanted to say I really loved your Omar analogy earlier. I think it's very fitting in this situation, and I was wondering if I could offer up an analogy of my own. Well, you know, I suck on, I suck about movies. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. You're, you're not well, great you, with that. Give, <laughs> and the, give the analogy, and let's see if I know it. I probably won't. Go ahead. Well, actually, it's not even going to be a movie analogy. It's just going to be a real-life analogy, at least okay. for some people. So I'm going to try to explain why the Panthers need to draft Bryce Young, okay? Okay. So if it's 2 a.m. and you're at the blackjack table, right, Okay. and you're down to your last few chips, All right. and that hand – calls for you to double down and you got just enough cash in your pocket, you need to double down. They're too invested now. I don't care if he's 5'10". He's the better talent. You got to draft Bryce Young. I'll leave it at that. Okay. Thank you, Mark, for calling from Nova Scotia. You you don't know. That's the thing. You don't know. This is what – I don't know. What am I doing doing – Hey, Shop, I have no idea what I'm doing during the draft. I don't know. I know what I've been doing the past three years. Hanging out with Zach, that's been fun. But whatever happens with that first overall pick is, I was going to say, man, I look forward to watching the draft and having a beer in my hand, but if I'm on the air, I can't do that now, can I? The the, the obvious answer would be no, but it, it hasn't stopped people before. Oh, Oh. I'm not saying here. I'm just saying in the history of people doing the NFL draft, I, I've heard of people doing it a time or two. Oh, okay. All broadcasting. I know you are a lot more professional than that. And I'm, my guess is you probably would be doing it again with Zach Gell. But, but then again, what do I know? Yeah, in the draft, where? It's in Kansas City this year? I believe so, as if they haven't had enough fanfare. NFL draft, Kansas City. Yeah, well, let's see. Oh, yep. Yeah, it's in uh, Kansas City. Uh, last year was in Vegas. This year, Kansas City. Twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. I mean, that's what you're not gonna because you're not gonna broadcast read it. You're not gonna broadcast the round six and seven, right? No, who cares? Okay, yeah. Well, you think you I'm know. looking for Mister Irrelevant? <laughs> well, Mister Purdy, he's been in the news lately. Surgeries. Yeah, what do they say? He come. He he's gonna throw a football in three months. Yeah, jeez, man. Good man. Talk about the one time to not get hurt. He wins that game, has him in the Super Bowl as a rookie. He he ain't fighting a starting job with Trey Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance will be getting the, they give him the boot. And they would have traded his ass up out of there. Who's this? 855-212-4CBS. Qua. Qua's calling from North Carolina. What's up, Qua? Yes, sir. I, a, a long-time listener. I, I really I really disagree. I, I don't mind the draft picks with um uh, uh with the picks, but then adding DJ Moore, when, it doesn't matter who they pick. Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, you're giving him absolutely zero to work with. How does that make sense? Yeah, well, I think that it makes sense. Well, it, they hope it makes sense because the quarterback is the most important position. Absolutely. And, and, and and well, hold on. You asked me a question, Quan. Can I answer? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Go ahead. You saw what the Bears just did, right? Yes. Okay. They had a quarterback that this general manager did not select. They had nobody to throw the ball to. And now they got a bunch of young wide receivers for him to work with. 
and the general manager hopes hopes that with the talent here and the progression of his talent that they can move forward. I understand there's nobody now. It's a hole at wide receiver. But it's not about this year. It's about the future years. But you're trading the future of this team. I get it. Signal caller, best, uh, most important position in the, uh, on the team. But if you're not giving them weapons, you remember Josh Rosen couldn't didn't have anybody to throw well, to in Arizona. Josh, didn't have anybody. Josh to... Josh Rosen also was like halfway a doctor. I, 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 I I'm yeah. on the same page as you, man. I understand right. it. But nobody makes a move like this solely thinking about this year, this season. They didn't grab Long a quarterback and, and think, oh, well, they, they know this, man. And they know it was risky. It's either going to bite them or kick them in the ass, depending on which one you prefer. And it's going to work or it won't. That's it. We know it's risky. We know they got a hole to fill that wide out next year. Nobody takes the approach of building a team in one year. Wide receiver is not going to be their strength. What should we do? Should we find Steve Smith? Can we put Steve Smith back out there? Where's one-year wonder Kelvin Benjamin? Should we put him back out there? Like, we know they're going to suck at wide out. They can't be worse than the trash they were last year. Maybe they could. And if they are, they don't have their first-round pick next year either. They better, they better hit it right. Otherwise, they're going to stink for a long time. And then David Tepper will fire everybody again. Hey, good luck to the Panthers. A lot of upset fans out there. Uh, don't well, not pick it. Don't protest out of Bank of America Stadium. Leave, leave that place alone. Sad. It's the JR Sport Re Show here on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, it will be sad for the Panthers if the quarterback doesn't work out. I can tell you where things are already sad. North Carolina basketball. Georgetown and Syracuse. Sad for a variety of reasons as we await Selection Sunday. We'll talk about it on CBS Sports Radio.